There's power in the name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Intefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Intefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs, and wonders. Its in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you are happy to be in church? I bring you Greetings from your father and my father. We really want to thank God for the life of the presiding bishop through whose obedience we all have the opportunity to know Jesus and to be servants of the living God. A man that God has raised up to affect our generation. And I believe for generations to come. It will be said of him just as it was said of David in Acts 13, 36. That he saved his generation. Right now as I'm speaking, he's winning souls at uh, UCC. And uh, we bless God for his life. We thank God for using him to raise all of us up. And I'm happy that one of the special sons that he has is your pastor, Bishop Francis. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bishop Francis was one of the sweetest bishops in Lighthouse. Oh, put your hands together for him. He has been around for many, 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 many years. More than 25 years. Yeah? When you see him, you think that he's small, but it's, I mean, it's a small boy danger. When you Hallelujah. And uh, has been very faithful, you know, serving in different capacities, very experienced in the things of God. So, whenever you are blessed to have, and not only whenever, all the churches in the Winneba Council, apart in all these areas, I'm just coming from Swedru and under his leadership, you know, the Swedish church is working, many, many churches all over the place. And he sits here in Winneba overseeing the growth, the expansion of the kingdom, raising up the pastors. It's a blessing. God bless you, Bishop 
Francis. Clap your hands for the Lord. And I want to salute Mama Pell. Standing by Bishop Francis all these years. And she knows how to get me to come to Winneba. She just tells me what she will give to me to eat then. I say, okay, I'm coming. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to see all of you, to see all the missionaries, Pastor Justice, your wives. It's a blessing. Clap your hands for the Lord. And I also want to acknowledge Pastor Alex. It's been a blessing. And uh, I believe that as we continue to serve the Lord, our paths shall shine more and more into a perfect day. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18, the path of the righteous is like a shining light which shineth more and more into a perfect day. Verse 19, but the way of the wicked is darkness. For they knoweth not where they stumble. May your path be full of light. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. I want you to begin to speak in the Holy Ghost. Everybody, lift up your two hands. Speak in the Holy Ghost. Lift up your hands and speak in the Holy Ghost. Speak in the Holy Ghost. Mahalimo hokalimo sende. Ralimo si bahaya tesende. Makiribo se bahaya. Taribolimo holy. Lift up your two hands. Speak in the Holy Ghost. Latandiri Mohosimaya. Makiri Mose Bakiri. Ebata Santemo. We welcome you, Spirit of Jesus. Glorify Jesus. Glorify Jesus. Lift up the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit. Reveal the purposes of Jesus to us. We give you praise. We give you glory. Awesome God, how great you are, God. Mary, I am here.
thank you Holy Spirit for your presence and your guidance raise up us Lord to do the work of Jesus we have only one desire to do the works of Jesus thank you for your presence and your power in Jesus name Amen put your hands together for the Lord and may be seated Hallelujah Amen Well, tonight I want to believe God to teach about the work of God and then tomorrow tomorrow continue and uh, we believe God to pray for the sick for miracles tomorrow Hallelujah. How many of you believe in miracles? Do you believe in miracles? And the healing power? Amen. Hallelujah. So, tonight I want you to be relaxed. Alright? As we allow the Holy Spirit to teach us. Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 2. Nehemiah chapter 2 we are reading from verse 17 then said I unto them ye see the distress that we are in how Jerusalem light wastes and the gates thereof are burnt with fire come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem that will be no more a reproach. Then I told them of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, as was the king's words that he has spoken unto me. And they said, Let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. But when Sambalat the Horonite and Tobiah the servant the Ammonite and Geshem, the Arabian, heard it. They loved us to come and despise us and say, What is this thing that ye do? Will ye rebel against the king? Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore we his servants will arise and build. But ye have no portion, nor right, nor memorial in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 6. So built we the wall, and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. For the people had a mind to work. For the people had a mind to work. The title of my message tonight is Come, let us build the church of God. Come, let us build the church of God. Now, Nehemiah was uh, a Jew who was taken into captivity into a foreign land. 
and uh, he was quite fortunate to find himself serving the king of that land serving him in his palace but he was concerned about his brothers and sisters that have been left in Jerusalem during the captivity and so he spoke to somebody who had just come back how is Jerusalem and the report he got was that the walls of Jerusalem are broken down because Jerusalem was built and surrounded with walls. When you go to Jerusalem after today, you see part of the wall. It's called the 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 the, 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 the western the Wailing Wall. You know, after today, the Jews go to pray. I've been there, touch it, and I pray. And he uh, said the walls have been broken down. And the gates of Jerusalem have been bent. When he got that news, when you read the account in Nehemiah chapter 1, he was very sad. His countenance changed. He prayed, he fasted, and said, Oh God, do something about this. And so he went to the king, and the king said, Why is it that you look so sad and depressed? I've never seen you this way. You see, we Christians, we don't, we get depressed because we are not getting married. Because we are not getting visas. Because we are not traveling abroad. But Nehemiah was saddened about the state of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem represents the church. Hallelujah. And he said, so he told the king the story and asked permission. And so the king said, you can go back. Wrote letters for him to go and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem and the gates that have been bent down. And when he came into the land, that is why he gathered the elders and he told them in verse 17 of chapter 2. Alright, look at it again. He said, Then said I unto them, Ye see the distress that we are in. How Jerusalem light waste, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Come, and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that will be no more a reproach. Brothers and sisters, just like the state of Jerusalem at that time, the church of Jesus Christ today, lies in distress lies in dissolution is not built the kingdom of God is not expanding as you and I sit in church wanting money wanting lands and houses and marrying and being happy the church of God is not built. And tonight, God has sent me to you to tell you it is time for you and I to rise up to build the church of God. Come and let us build the church of God. And the Bible said that they build the walls for the people had 
the mind to work. God wants you as a child of God to have the mind to build his church. The most important mind God wants you to have is to build a church. Tomorrow, I'll be sharing with you the supernatural benefits of people who build a church of God. Now, the problem with the church is that we have reversed the scriptures. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things shall be added unto you. Now, we want all these other things to be added, but meanwhile, we have not sought the kingdom. It's not a debia now, but loss. Bibia Nijma Wabrabon as so Bibia man wapi. Because eh, the church is the number one thing that Jesus is concerned about. Listen, why are you alive? One day the bishop says that he went to a certain country and he picked a taxi driver to send him somewhere. And as they were going, he asked the taxi driver, who was a white man, do you believe in God? The white man said, I don't believe in God. Do you believe in heaven? He said, I don't believe in heaven. Do you believe in hell? He said, I don't believe in hell. So as they kept on going, now that white man now turned to him, the bishop, and said, but you, do you believe in heaven? He said, yes, I believe in heaven. I believe in God. Then the white man asked him, do you believe that heaven is a very nice place? Better than this earth. And the bishop said, yes, I believe it. And then the man asked him a question. He said, if heaven is a very nice place, why don't you kill yourself right now? And go to heaven. How many of you agree that that's a good question? It's a good question. Yeah. But Bishop said, just before he could answer, he arrived at his destination. But later he was thinking about it. Why you cannot kill yourself? You cannot kill yourself as a believer. Because there's a reason why you are living. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. The Bible said that for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works which God before ordained that we should walk in them. So there are certain good works that you and I are supposed to be doing before we can think about going. Those good works are the works that Jesus came to do. Now let me ask you a question. If God became a man tomorrow, Friday, and had just 24 hours to help this whole world world to solve its problems, what would God do? Let me help you with some suggestions. banks. Jet, jet, jet. 
Maybe he will build a lot of hospitals. A lot of people don't have access to hospitals. Maybe he will set up one district. No, 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 not one factory. Jesus. Nasa government club one district, one factory. Jesus did. Oh, one district, 50 factories. Jesus. Amen. Maybe Jesus will have built more colleges, more secondary schools, more universities, so that all of us and our children can have free education and free access to education. If God became a man tomorrow, what could he do? But brothers and sisters, I want to remind you that more than 2,000 years ago, God became a man. The Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was nothing made that was made. In him was light and the light was the life of men. And the light shined into the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man come from God, his name was John. He was sent to bear witness of the light. He himself was not the light. But he came to bear witness of the true light. That shined into all men and saved them. He came into the world. And the world was made by him. But the world did not know him. He came unto his own. But his own did not receive him. But as many as received him. To them gave him power to become the sons of God. Even to them who were born, not of the will of man, nor of the will of the flesh, but of God. John 1, 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory, even as the glory of the only begotten son of God, full of grace and full of truth. So Jesus... More than 2,000 years ago came to be on the face of the earth. And when Jesus came, what did he do? Matthew chapter 4. The Bible says that, and from that time, Jesus went about and preached and said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23. The Bible says that, and Jesus went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel and healing all manner of diseases. The reason why the son of God came was not to build schools, was not to open banks, was not to give money, but he came to build the church of God. It is time for you and I to rise up to build the church of God. The time has come for you and I to rise up to build the church of God. Listen down. Yes. When God became a man, he came to build a church. He came to build a church. Listen, church. The most important thing that Jesus is doing now is that he's building his church. In Matthew 4, 18, he said, I'll build my church. I'll build my church. Jesus is building his church. Hallelujah. And Jesus
Jesus has selected you and I to be co-laborers with him. First Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 9, the Bible said that we are laborers together with God. Yes. You. Now that's not chapel. Now I'm in this Now I'm in Now listen. That's not the reason why we're saved. All these things, no. Eh? Oyem fasubia. Easy. A human nature. They are just jarred. A Christian must not be chasing after money and the things of this world. That as you work for God, these all things, they come to you automatically. Amen? 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 Amen. We are co-laborers of Jesus. God has given us the grace to labor of him. 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 1. The Bible says that therefore, see that we also are workers together with him. Look at it. We then as workers together with him beseech you also that you receive not the grace of God in vain. We are workers together with Christ in building his church. We must have this mind. I said we must have this mind. We must have this mind to build a church. The reason why you are sitting in church today is that you have been saved to build the church of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Eh? And when I talk about the church, the church is not the building. The church is more than the building. The church is the people of God. Hallelujah. We must be like the generation of Nehemiah. God is looking for Nehemiah who are saying it is time to rise up to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. It is time to rise up to rebuild the, the gates of Jerusalem. It is time to plant more churches. It is time to preach the gospel. It is time to win more souls. It is time to become a shepherd. It is time to become a chorister. It is time to do something for Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is building his church. Yeah. And I'll be showing you tomorrow. You see, because anytime somebody is doing something important, if you support it, you touch the heart of the person. And you say, Yes. Hallelujah. Now, today, what I want to do is that I want to help you to understand what the church of God is. Do you understand it? Yes. Because it is because we don't understand what the church is. The church is the most powerful institution in the world. The church of Jesus.
Jesus Christ. I have a strong belief that most of the church don't understand what the church stands for. Mambiso, ufiyetim lechinawakade gold shasa. Gold or shufiyasa. When you go to Takwa and the rest, where 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 there's gold, eh, you'll be sitting in the night and then you'll be hearing under your house. People are digging from under. Because people understand the importance of gold. So what is the church? What is the church? Hallelujah. What is the church? Huh? How many of you want to know? Hallelujah. Wow. Number one. Number one. You see, I am praying that when you understand the importance of the church, it will move you to want to rise up to build the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number one. The church is the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. And Christ is the head of the church. Hello? Your body is part of you. Eh? Your body is part of you. Come, Johnny. Sonny. Eh? If I cover his head, he doesn't see anything. Do you understand? If I choke his stomach, he will react. If I step on his foot, he will react. If I take his hand, he will react. Because his body, do you understand? Eh? Is related to the head. The church is the body which is related to Christ. Christ is the head. Hallelujah. Eh? Look, there is nobody here. Watch me. There is nobody here that you want your arm to be taken off. Your leg to be taken off. There's no lady here that you want your breast to be cut off. Because, because it is a cherished part of you. The church is a cherished part of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I hear you go home. The church is the part of the world that is attached to Jesus as his people. The church is the members of the world that belong to Jesus. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 27. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 27. And get ready to read a lot of scriptures tonight. Now, ye are the body of Christ. And members in particular. Hallelujah. Yes, we, we, the church is the body of Christ 
and members in particular. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1, 22 to 23. Ephesians 1, 22 to 23. And I put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Ephesians chapter 5, 23, 22 and 23. Ephesians 5, 22, 23. Wives, submit yourself unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he's the savior of the body. Hallelujah. The church is the body of Christ. The members in the world that are attached to Christ as his people. That's the church. That's the church. Check at the chapel. You're the chapel down. Where's the chapel down? Where's the Pentecost chapel? Anglican chapel? No, no, no. There are a lot of church buildings in the world. There's nobody in them. When you go to Europe today, there are cathedrals. There's nobody in them. So what you can say, there's no church. A son on it. Ah, it was a John Effie. We are seeing. No, as one up. And he's in him. And they form the body of Christ. And Christ is the head of his church. Christ is the head of his church. How many of you understand the church? Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. Because you cannot build something you don't understand. Number two. The church is assembly of believers in God. <laughs> the church is the assembly of believers in God. Eh? There is the need for more peoples in the world and our communities to be assembled in God. Right now, as we are here, watch me, as we are gathered here, there are other people who have gathered somewhere else. They have gathered watching football. They are watching, they are watching Okumbuava. Do you know Okumbuava? Huh? Okumbuava. Some have gathered in discos, nightclubs, different places. Watch. Those people have not gathered in God. But when a people Feel the spirit of God. Washed by the blood of Jesus. Whose sins have been forgiven? Gather in the name of God. That is the church. So that is why you get that name from Assemblies of God Church. Assemblies of God. It's one of the best names for a church. People who have gathered. So that is why during the persecution in the book of Acts. You know, look, look at something in Acts chapter 1. Uh, Acts chapter 8. When they were looking for the Christians, there's an Acts chapter 8 from verse 1. And Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church which was at Jerusalem. There was a persecution against the church which was Jerusalem. Which church is that? 
What, what, what does the scripture mean? The church. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria except the apostles. So what the scripture means by the church were the Christians. Who used to assemble in the synagogues and in the homes in the, in the name of God. Brothers and sisters, there's the need for God to use you and I as instruments through whom and by whom a lot of people will be guarded. When we gathered in ourselves, vessels, area fellowship, satellite churches, grand churches, that is the assembly of the believers. That's Christian. That's a church. That's a church. That's a church. We must assemble everywhere. The time has come for us to cause people to assemble everywhere. People say, Nancy, I saw a dozen. Wobwa. Wobwa. Nepede catch on there. Baby Bia Apetish, baby Bia Obiano. Yes, I saw her about. Yes, I saw about. Everywhere that prostitutes gather, the church is coming them. Every drinking spot, the church is coming them. Under every tree, the church is coming there. People must assemble everywhere. If you are happy about what I am saying, I want you to clap your hands, lift up your voice, and give Jesus a shout. People must assemble everywhere. Yes. God is sending everybody here. When you go to school, assemble people in the name of God. Assemble people. Gather three, four people. Sit down. Let's share fellowship. That is the church. That's the church. That's the church. Who garage? Who garage? A master, a boy. Assemble people there. That's the church. That's the church. That's the church. The time has come for us to assemble everywhere. The church is the assembly of believers. And God says we must assemble. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 Not forsaking the assembling together of yourselves as the manner of promise. God wants us to assemble more. Everywhere. Everywhere. These are pastors. Pastors. That is why you can't have one branch. Have one branch. Yeah. Any serious pastor, you cannot have one branch. Yeah. Why well, one branch? Assemble the people everywhere. Assemble the people everywhere. And listen, we have to be careful because other religions have decided to assemble everywhere. And they are assembling fast. Please sit down. Yes. The church. It's when people, listen, I want to explain the church to you. And then also when you go to church, the number of people who have assembled there should tell you whether you are building the church or you are not building the church. Because the class now is 500. Now, so the Erisa, not the Erisi. 
You see, you see, you see, that is why, that is why, that is why Jeremiah said, Jerusalem is in distress. The church of God is in distress. It's in distress. Hallelujah. The church is the answer to this world. The confusion in the world. And yet the church itself is not being built. We are very busy building our lives. We are busy building our lives. So from bomb pen mine yenya beyini bia. Ewa. Sky send kotokum. Obotu me yi chop money. Eh nkwana enem wom sochi. Sisters. Into your cup the brother bia. Now you are anointed. That's why we are sitting in the church. That's why we are sitting in the church. But when Jesus was going, that's not what he told us. No, no, no. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 19, he said, Go! 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 And make disciples, teach all nations, build a church! Build a church! Mark 16, 15, he said, Go! Make disciples of all creatures, build a church! Luke 24, uh, 24, 25. Go and preach repentance. John 20, 21. As the Father has sent me, so do I send you. Go and build a church. Acts 1.8. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And when the Holy Ghost comes, go and build the church. Yes. I want to charge you. The time has come. The time has come. When we are coming to church, the days must come. You can't come alone. One could say taxi by five. These are also, these are the assembly. I came of my assembly. I came of my assembly. I came of my assembly. Bonsem, bonsem ye. Them and concern and symbol, bonsem ye, and give the Lord a shout of victory. Yeah, the church is the body of Christ. The church is the assembly of believers. There must be more assemblies. More assemblies. Next time we are having a convention, there must be confusion here. Yes. Yeah. Or they have blocked street here. 
block or could invest it. So there's a project. The assembly of Watch, watch. Alma MPP That is an assembly, but that is not an assembly in God. They gather thousands. A crossbia was a basis. And this is so bad, the man. Brothers, the time has come for us to create assemblies. God is sending you to go and create an assembly. Amen. I said, God is sending you to go and create an assembly. Amen. That is the church. Come, let us rise and build the church of God. Francis, we must have assemblies in every village, every hut, every hut, every hamlet, every street corner. Yeah, when about how do you create more assemblies? Who's going to do it? You, you, that's why God has brought you to the church, Jesus. Peter, follow me and I will make you fishers of other men. I'll fish you and I'm going to make you fishers of other men. Every Christian has been fished to fish other men. Yes. Yes. Do you know that Jesus did person to person evangelism? He did. Yeah. Matthew 4, 18 to 20. He did person to person evangelism. One Peter, one Andrew, one John, one James. Person to person. Matthew 9 now. 9, 9. Two person to person. He won Matthew. He was sitting as casters. Luke 19. Person to person. He won Zacchaeus. Philip did person to person to his own friend Nathaniel and said, come and see the Messiah. Yes. When was the last time you did person to person? Please sit down. When was the last time? Come and sit in church. We are doing church. We don't do church. We build a church. We don't do church. We build a church. church. Everybody here after this convention, you are going to build a church. Yes. One so called five people, seven people. Some can gather ten. Some can gather five. Some can gather twenty. Yes, boma. Obey Little drops of water. Now what's a mix and might. Only Bible, but it's a good. Yeah. 
Mama kana Christo for the one thing you say. And you can question verse B. Hello? Are you here or you go home? How many of you understand what the church is? Yes. The church is the body of Christ. The church is the assembly of believers in God. It's very important. You know, when you go to Europe, they don't go to church. And then they say that in church we make too much noise. But every Sunday, they assemble in stadia all across Europe. You know how many people, people in, the, in, the, in, the, in the different uh, stadiums? Look, over 70,000, 80,000, 50,000. That is an assembly. But it is not an assembly in God. You must ask yourself, how many of these people will come? Recently, I was in um, another country. And then the night, went to a place which is like a, a tourist attraction. So, yeah, a big uh, lake there. And then people gather. Thousands of white people. Thousands. Taking pictures, selfies, eating, drinking, listening to music. As I was walking with my pastor friend, I turned to him and, and I asked him, I said, I said, how many of these people know Jesus? How many? The church lies in distress. The walls of the church are broken down. The gates are bent. As we are rejoicing. We are rejoicing. Yeah, you hear TV. You hear TV. Weekday service, Amber, because Enya, Enya, Ukumbava. Say, shepherd, shepherd, Basel meeting, uncle. Because when you open up, and we are scattering the sheep. How many of you understand the church? Come. That's why Nehemiah said, Come. Let us rise up and build the walls of Jerusalem. Let us build the church. The church is the most important thing. We must have the mind that Jesus had. Listen, why did Jesus come? He came to build a church. He had the mind to live his glory in heaven. To come. To build a church. He had the mind. We must have that same mind. Church, we must have that same mind that Jesus had. Many of us, our mind is not on the church at all. But you see, the people in the world, they are not going to build a church. The government is not going to build a church. There is no institution in this country, in any world, that is mandated to build a church. Ministries of defense, fisheries, agriculture, water, they don't build churches. The church is built by the people in the church. 
the members of the church, the Christians. The Christians. The reason why you are alive is because there are some good works which God before ordained that you should walk in them. Those good works are the same good works that Jesus did. Jesus went about preaching, teaching, telling people about the kingdom of God, healing the sick. Look, look at me. That is why your life is some place. Because I'll say it again. Yeah. And tomorrow, tomorrow you are going to see the supernatural benefits of people who build the church. Yeah. That's why people get surprised that pastors become blessed. They are surprised. They are envious. They will be insulting them. They have stolen the church. They are not stolen the church's money. No. But when you, when, when you, when, when you, I, I forsook my hospital to come to build the church. Wayside Clinical. I just about uh, herbal Wayside Clinical. No, no, no. Huh? Yeah. 17 bed capacity for VIP ward. X-ray department. Heart examination machine. Scan machine. My lab could do more than 80% of all the labs. I had an ambulance. My ambulance took 6 minutes to take a patient from North Kaneshi to Kulibu. I was the doctor for more than 40 companies in Accra. Fan milk. Have you seen the boys popping, 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 popping? We're in the Obama hospital. <laughs> eh? Oyaf. No shamu. No shamu. Eh? Oyaf. Miss No shamu. But God said, it is time for you to build a church. Leave, leave this. Leave this. Leave this. Leave this. I went to see the bishop. I said, what do we do? He said, the building is not yours. It's the equipment and the rest. So the host, dash it. Dash it. If you are serious to build a church of God, dash it. Your doctor. I took him there. He had a small clinic somewhere. I said, Do you like this? Oh, wow, I like it. I said, Give me something small and let me go. We arranged. He gave me something. I walked away. That is why I'm standing here today. Wow. You have to have the mind to build. The Bible says, For the people had the mind to work. Most of us don't have Nehemiah chapter 4 and verse 6. So built with the wall and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof. Go back, go back. Nehemiah 4, 6. For the people had a mind to work. You see, you must have 
the mind to work. That's it. Eh? You don't understand it? No, 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 no. All of us. Because of no Now Are you part of the choristers? Are you part of the prayer warriors? Are you part of the ashes? Are you part of the evangelism team? What do you do? But look, just imagine that all of us here, in all our branches, our churches, this Sunday, everybody is bringing one soul. Everybody is bringing one soul. Eh? Why, why is it that our churches are empty? Because many of us, we are not assembling people. We are not assembling people. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a wonderful clap of praise. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Number three. The church is the children of God in this world and in his kingdom. The church. I'm trying to explain to you what is the church. You see, how many of you are getting a better understanding of the church? That is why we must rise up to build a church. Yes, you will never do something that you don't find valuable. The most valuable thing on the earth today is a church. Hallelujah. The church is the children of God in this world and his kingdom. John chapter 1, 11 and 12. He came unto his own and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. So not everybody is a son of God. Not everybody is a daughter of God. Everybody is a creature of God. But out of the creature of God, God wants some people to become his sons and his daughters. And those people are the church. So when we build the church, we are helping many people to become God's children. Church, we are allowing people in the world to become the children of Satan, who are called Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2, the children of disobedience. John 17, 14 to 16. John 17, 14 to 16. I have given them thy word, and the world had hated them because they are not of the world. They are not of the world. Even as I'm not of the world, I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So the church is the children of God in this world. Therefore, all those who are not part of the church are the children of Satan, doomed to hell and referred to as the children of disobedience. Ephesians chapter 2, 1 and 2. And you, had you quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins, 
Why in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Hello? That is why God says, come out from among them. Second Corinthians chapter 6, from verse 17, look at it very quickly. God says, come out from among them. Wherefore, come out from among them and be separate. So listen, the church are the human beings in the world who have come out of the world and have been separated unto God. That's the church. Therefore, the more people who are kept in the darkness, eh, the more people who continue to belong to Satan. Every Christian, you must have the mind to make sure that more and more people are separated unto God. More and more people are separated unto God. More and more people are separated unto God. That must be the mind, that must be the aim of every Christian. Hallelujah. So when Jesus sent us to go and build a church, what we're saying, I want you to go out there, all right, preach my word so that people will be separated unto me. They will come out of the well. They will come out of the well. They will come out of the well. That is why we need to go and preach. Because through preaching, faith will come. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. They will hear the word of God. Then they will repent. That is why the Holy Spirit has come. When we preach, the Holy Spirit takes the word, anoints it and brings conviction to their hearts. Then they become separated. Hallelujah. As we are sitting in church today, where are your brothers? Where are your sisters? Where are your friends? Where are your friends? Some of you, your very best friends that you eat with are the wildest sinners. And you have no, you have no, there's nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you understand the church now? The church is the body of Christ. The church is the assembly of believers in God. The church is the children of God eh? in this world and his kingdom. Clap your hands for the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I've shown you what is the church. So why is the church important? Why is it important? Because in life you can have a lot of things. But many of them are not important. Oh yeah. When I built my first house and I went to live in it, I got so disappointed. Because I was very happy when I was building the house. But when I went to live in it, I realized that the house was not greeting me. The house was not greeting me. I realized that even though there were a lot of rooms, I could sleep in only one room. And my helpers were also sleeping in the same room. The toilet seats, mine was nice, theirs was nice. Everybody has towels, everything. 
you know, the house was not praising me. I was like, thank you for bringing me. So even, if, if, even though I had it, I get what I'm saying. I was wondering, why is not showing me that it's a very important thing? So you can have things that are not important. I'm not saying a house is, a house is very important. And I'm just trying to explain something to you. The feeling that I have. So why is the church of God important? Let me quickly run you through. Alright? And then we'll go home. Number one, the church is important because Jesus said the church is the light of the world. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Verse 15. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that are in the house. You understand it? When you light a lamp, you want it to have a house. Verse 16. So, let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So the first reason why the church is important is because the church is the light of the world. In Matthew chapter 4 and verse 16, the Bible says that the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. The world is sitting in darkness. In Acts chapter 26, God was explaining to Paul why he called him. He said, I called you, I delivered you and now I'm sending you to the Gentiles so that you draw them away from the from darkness to the light of God. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. So where the church is not, there's darkness. There's darkness. Did you men take over? Witches take over. Wizards take over. Malams take over. There's all kinds of evil. Because the light is not there. And the church is a light. God is saying we must let the light shine. Shine. So let your light so shine. The light of the gospel must shine. The light that comes from Jesus must shine. Hallelujah. When we preach, listen to this. Listen to this. When we preach Christ, we are bringing light. Because the light is a person. Jesus said in John 8, 12, he said, I am the light. I, I am the light of the world. He that followed me shall not be in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 9, verse 5, he said, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. So, when we preach, when you gather people and you are preaching, what you are doing is that you are exposing them to the light. the church is not, there's darkness. There's darkness in the hearts of young men. There's darkness in the hearts of young women. There's darkness all over. Wherever the church is not. So when we build a church, when we, everywhere that we plant a church, we are brought light. Yeah. Listen, watch this. Look at me. How many of you know people 
who through the gospel, their life is totally changed. Totally changed. Do you know why? Because the person is walking in darkness. So when, when, when he encounters the light of the gospel, he begins to look at himself and then he sees himself, oh, my person is bad. My language is bad. Where I sleep is bad. Where I walk is bad. Where I spend my time is bad. Light. Light has come. So the person changes their life. Hallelujah. The reason why there's so much darkness is because we are not building the church. When we build the church, we are allowing the light of the gospel, the light of the church. You yourself, the Christian, you are the light. You are the light. Look at Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 8. You are the light. Eh? Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. And Christ said, you yourself, you yourself, you are light. Watch this. A Christian is light. So when Christians gather, light and where the light is, the darkness cannot see. For the light shadeth in the darkness and the darkness comprehended. It's the academy. because but I see God using you. I see more light. I see more light. Light in every town. Light in every village. Light in every hamlet. Light at every corner. Because we are spreading the light. Lift up your voice and say, I'm spreading the light. Give the Lord a wonderful cup of food. Number two. The church is important. Is it the first part of the preaching? I thought, what is the church? What is the church? The second part, I'm explaining to you why the church is important. The first reason is because Jesus said it's the light of the world. Number two, the church is important because the church is the salt of the world. Salt. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13. Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savor, where shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden, trodden under foot of men. The church is salt. The salt. Wait. Salt. 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 Yes. Why salt? Salt is what makes food tasty. So the church is sore because the church is what makes life tasty. Do you see? So spiritually, watch this. Spiritually, people are looking for a tasty life. A life that is tasty. A life life that will nourish them. A life that will give them the sweetness that they want. A life that will give them the comfort that they want. A life that will give them the rest that they want. That is why, watch this, that is why they go about 
unbelievers doing all the things that they do. Men, a man will think that the more women he can sleep with, the more satisfaction. But he gets to a point where he realizes that no, he has slept with 50 of them and yet he doesn't have satisfaction. So even now, people have moved from the woman to another man. And some have moved from man, from woman to dogs, to horses and other animals. Is it because they want something that will satisfy them? So men and women are using drugs. They're using drugs. Or show the man. Or show why high. But why high? Let's say high no feeling rather than wonder why low. From high to low all the time. Do you understand it? Now, watch this. That is why Jesus said, my God. Jesus said in John chapter 6 and verse 35. He said, do you want a sweet life? Do you want a life that can nourish you? He said, come to me because he said, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. Look at it. John 6, 35. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. Shall never hunger. And he that believeth on me shall never test. When we build a church, we are making Jesus available to people. When they eat him, they will never hunger and they will never test. And I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. Eh, look at your own life. Look at the things that you used to chase. Look at the things that you used to do. But since you found Jesus, there's this satisfaction in you. There's this satisfaction in you. You don't need the things that you thought were so great again. Why? Because you have found the bread of life. I mean, how many of you know that when you are really full, nothing else is can move you? Eh? Eh? Oh yeah. When people encounter Jesus, eh? Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, what's the reason? In fact, let me do a show. A bit behind me, we are not imagine be a look. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. Matthew said, "No, I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll follow you." Mary Magdalene filled with seven evil spirits all kinds of things when she met with Jesus she said no 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 I'm following you listen she followed Jesus until she went to look for Jesus watch she loved Jesus even beyond the grave now this is what I said now let me let, 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 let me let, let, let me try and close on this. This is this is this is what Jesus tried to explain to the Samaritan woman at the the pool of uh um the pool of uh um at chapter four eh? when Jesus came to that well the well all right and saw the woman Jesus said Please give me some water. 
give me some water. No. I said, Jesus said, give me some water to drink. Then the woman said, eh? John chapter 4 from verse 10. He said, how can you be a Jew? Ask of me. Look at it. Who is a Samaritan water to drink? John, John 4. John 4. 10. John 4. 10. Quickly. John 4. 10. Jesus answered and said unto her, if thou knewest the gift of God, my God, listen. The creator of the waters of the world is asking you for water and you are blessing him. The earth is made up of not less than 60% water created by God. When he is asking for small water, we are blessing him. Don't trouble him for him to sneeze. The Bible says that at the blessed of the nurses of God, he will open the foundations of the earth and he can gather the oceans in the palm of his, of his hand. Watch this. Watch this. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that said to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. Living water. Water that lives in you and does not finish. Every day you are coming here to fetch water, but I can give you water. If I give you that water, you won't come here again. People are looking for something in their lives that will give them permanent satisfaction. And that thing is not a thing. That thing is a person. That person is called Jesus. The bread of life. The bread of life. Eh? Verse 11. The woman said unto him, Say, thou hast nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. This is a well of Sychar. From whence then hast thou that living water? Had thou greater than our father Jacob which gave us the well and drank thereof himself and his children and his cattle? Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall test again. You see, people are drinking water. They are, they are trying to chase women that uh, smoke cigarettes, you know, have boyfriends, girlfriends, drink, do all this thing, and then when they finish, they test again. I'm trying to explain to you the importance of the church. Jesus said, it is the salt. It is, the church is what makes life full, tasty, attractive. <laughs> but, whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never taste but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Verse 15. Listen to what the woman said. The woman said unto him, Say, give me this water that I test not, neither come hither to draw. If you have such water, give it to me. That water is the gospel. That water is Jesus. That water is the word of God. That water is the kingdom of God. Who is the salt 
of the world. When we give it to people, they will never taste again. And I'm saying that the proof is your life. Anybody who is genuinely changed, you know the things that you used to do. Today when they give you one million dollars to go and do those things, you will not do it. You have found living waters. It is time for us to distribute. Now from today, we are going to be a water distributor. Living water distributor. Living water distributor. You are forming a water company. Not such a water. Eh? But the name of your water is living water distributor. Lift up your voice and give the Lord a shout. Who came in contact with Jesus and did not leave changed? Oh, yes. Yeah. The Samaritan woman, she threw aside everything. She ran to the city and was, she became an evangelist. She said, Come and see a man. Come and see a man who has told me everything. Come and see a man. And when the people came and they heard Jesus, they said, Now we believe. Not because of what you told us. But we ourselves, we have heard him. And we believe that this man is a prophet. Of course. And the savior of the world. Wow. Listen. Unkwansu. And now Unkwansu, Edda showed him. How selfish we are. How selfish we are. How selfish we are. So when we build a church, Bishop, when we build a church, what we are doing is that we are distributing. Everybody here, you have to go and build a tank in your house. Living water tank. A supply with area. Supply. People would drink. So what? Where did you get this water from? When Jesus preached, they said, from whence has this man this wisdom? They said, we have never heard of it. We have never seen of it of this man. Jesus. That's why the church is powerful. Hallelujah. Are you ready to build a church? And the last one, the church is important because it's the pillar and the ground of the truth. First Timothy 3.15 Paul said, till I come to you that thou mayest know how to conduct yourself eh? in the church, in the house of God. What is the church of the living God? The pillar and the ground of the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. Watch this. When we build a church, we are exposing the world to truth. Please sit down. I'm closing. Truth is not a phenomenon. Truth is not a thing. Truth is a person. Truth is a person. That person is Jesus Christ. He said, I'm the way, I'm the truth. I'm the life. The law, John 1.17, came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus. When we preach the word, when we build the churches, we are exposing our communities to the truth. We are exposing our communities to Jesus Christ. 
the lies in the world, the dishonesty. And the pie be catch all them reba or to the rock. John, come on. Mam twenty minutes, Mirba, or Jada Oracle. What's no quarrel? Why? Because the truth is not being distributed. Listen. And now, actually, the boy will shop. Will shop. The baby distributes three things light, salt. child of God. And that's the church. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. Tonight I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to lift up your hands. And I want you to pray. And we're going to say Lord, if you can use anybody, if you can use anybody to build your church, I want you to use me. Lift up your hands. Lord, I want to do something in your house. I want to build your kingdom. I want to build your church. Outside, inside, we are closing. We are praying. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your two hands, everybody. Speak to the Lord. Lift up your voice and pray, Lord, if you can use anything. You can use me. Use me, Lord. Lift up your voice and pray and say, Lord, use me. Use me to build your church. Use me to build the church. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Everybody, those outside, lift up your voice and pray and say, Lord, use me. 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 Lift up your hands, everybody. Raise Lift up your voice and pray. Yes, my Lord. 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 To send a trophy. May I be the salt of the water. May I send a light. May I be the light of the water. Yes, my Lord. To assemble people. Yes, my Lord. To assemble. Yes, my Lord. To assemble. Ricotaba. Allah Prosia. Ricotaba. Apelaya. 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 Apela
Hallelujah. Listen. Listen. This is a very important prayer. That God will use you to build this church. If the church of Jesus Christ is the most important thing he's doing, then I want to tell you that you have, there's, there's, there can be nothing more important than this. So tonight, I want you to pray from the bottom of your heart and say, Lord, anoint me. Give me your spirit and your power to be able to build your church. Lift up your hands and begin to pray. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Give me your spirit and your power. Give me your spirit and your power. To build your church. Yes, Lord. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Ask the Lord to anoint you. Ask the Lord to anoint you. Ask for the spirit of God. The power of God. The spirit of God. The power of God. Father, release your spirit. Release your power. Release your spirit. Release your power. Empower us, Lord, to preach your word. Empower us, Lord, to build your church. 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 To preach your word. Release your spirit and your power. Your spirit and your power. Anoint it. Anoint it. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice and pray. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Rikataba, Rekotaba, Ikotale, Likotata, Iasiribale, Lasurio, Libro Patuna, Iakataba, Rosa Catabale, Liaralo, Rialalo, Rialalo, Lasunda, Apale, Ayala, Rotula, Apale, Apale, Rotula. My life is not my own To you I belong I
offer you. Father, this is our desire. Dear Jesus, we are building your church. Assembling people in your name. Driving people from darkness into truth. Lord, give us a new heart. Yes. A new burden. Yes, Lord. Place your hand on your heart. Give us a burden for your church. Like Nehemiah. Yes. Cause us to be sad. Jesus. Because your church is not built. Wherever we are. May our desire be to see your kingdom come, Lord. May our desire be to build your church. Yes, Jesus. With all our might, with all our strength, with all our resources. And now, Lord, anoint us. Lift up your hands. Put your spirit upon us. The anointing of the church planter. The anointing of the church builder. The anointing of the soul winner. The anointing of the church worker. Yes, the anointing of the shepherd. Yes, Jesus. Put it upon us. Yes. And Lord, help us wherever we are. Yes, Lord. To gather the lost. Mm. To preach the gospel. Yes. To spread your light. Yes. To spread the soul. Yes, Lord. To become salt. Yes. And light to many. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Mm. That your kingdom will come. Yes, Jesus. Lord, give us churches everywhere. Yes. Lift up your hands. We receive churches everywhere. We receive churches. In our homes. Yes. In our communities. Yes. On our streets. Yes. In our villages. Yes, Lord. In our town. Yes, Lord. In our cities. Yes, Lord. We receive churches. Yes. Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. Yes, Lord. Let your kingdom come. Yes, Lord. This is our desire. Mm. This is our prayer. We thank you. We give you praise for your help. In Jesus' name. We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegono, opposite the Collegu Main Gate. Our service times are early rain service. 6.30 to 8.15 a.m. Love and Hope Service, local languages services, from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. Love and Faith Service, from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant View Church is also at 9.30 a.m. to 12 noon. Be part of our midweek impartation service this and every Tuesday, from 6.15 to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For further prayer and counseling and further inquiry, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you. To glorify your